Give the proceeds to charity or give me death. June 17th. The deceased was picking his nose with an ice pick when a nearby explosion ripped his head in half. Since this had happened more than once, and we knew the doctor wouldn't come anymore, we worked hard to rip it out. Sometime around midnight it did come loose, but the blood simply would not stop flowing. We left the body there and wandered into the night, perhaps looking for the cause of the nearby explosion. One of us was torn in half by a man-wolf who ate only his eyeballs. Lucky for us, he wasn't very hungry, so we shot at him with our snot guns and he eventually turned back into an accountant with a small dick and we devoured his eyeballs in turn. Cutting open his stomach, we found grenade fragments and a pool detonation pin. Assuming that to be the cause of the explosion that had caused such irreparable harm to our friend and companion, we buried the three of them side by side holding hands. Little did we know that the truth was in fact much more sinister. Wandering through the forest one day some weeks later, I came across a political thriller. It seemed rather old, but had plainly been read once or twice. I opened the book, the spine cracked. Somewhere, somebody yelled in terrible pain. The book began. Tom Twillinger knew the terrible thing that he had to do. He didn't want to kill the man lying helpless before him, but these were the orders from Moscow. I read the words aloud. I heard another scream, then silence. Something seemed quite strange, so I closed the book. I gave it some thought, looked around. A bird was crowing above. I must have appeared quite startled because he swooped down and tried to peck out my eye. I swatted at it with a book. I missed the bird, but the book snapped in half. I didn't want this to happen. Perhaps the bird did. I didn't know exactly what was happening, so I went home with the two pieces of the book. I took it upstairs and laid it on the end table next to my bed and went back to my normal life, which was far from normal. I was a bounty hunter in a land where all aspects of typical life had gone undercover with the government. This was a land where every sexual encounter was almost certainly going to end in a knife fight of some sort, where there was heroin in a young girl's veins and every lad sold himself in one way or another. Organs, sex, anything. But I couldn't concentrate on my work. Nothing was on my mind except the book, the ice pick, and the grenade fragments. I left work early. The two parts of the book were pulsing and breathing when I got home. I read the opening sentence aloud again and heard another scream. What was going on exactly? The world is sometimes a strange place. That scream started living on and on in my brain. As it wasn't dark yet, I went out to look for the source of the screams, but I could find no one. I jammed the two parts of the book together and read it as best as I could. I kept reading until I got to a part that seemed particularly exciting. I suddenly decided to read out loud. 
the rockets whomped into the side of the building like a million bad metaphors from Victorian literature. When suddenly I heard a rapid whomp, whomp, whomp sound. That was like the perversion of all that was good in the universe into all that is bad. My building was under attack. I ran for shelter, but the sound of marching troops just got louder and louder. Finally, it all went away, and my room was my room again. I went around to investigate the damage. Funnily, there didn't seem to be much of it. It was mostly confined to the room where I kept most of my records, and that was about it. I later found the body of my secretary, a toothpick in her nose, bleeding. She had been a CIA spy. This is what happens to such people. But why the toothpick? Why not an ice pick? The book went on, and I kept reading this mushy, pulpy, broken book, for this was all that I could do anymore. It seemed so unlike anything that could actually happen in any kind of reality, no matter how far we stretched the limits of what we thought possible in a finite world. Where did sex end and love begin? Where did peace end and strife begin? What was hygienic and what was disgusting? Perhaps life really was a waste of time, or perhaps we were in control of nothing. The ice pick and the toothpick had been removed and compared next to the grenade fragments. They disappeared and seemed to have never existed. What was so strange about this picture? We loved the world, and this was what the world did to us. Days went by. I had forgotten the book. What could have gone wrong now? I was no longer afraid of a little book. This was the stupidity of what I said and wrote. What could have been more stupid than a book like this one? But eventually the book haunted me again. I read to another point. In this part of the story, the stupid hero of the novel was in pursuit of an enemy agent when he suddenly found himself in a vulnerable position, wandering through a darkened maze with just his gun in his hand. Any minute now the villain was going to appear, but since the hero had radar, at the last split second he swirled around and shot back at the attacker, piercing him through the brain. When I finished reading this part of the book, and it was only at that moment that I realized that I had even been reading the words aloud, I looked up and there was a man in a black clown suit. He was staring at me and the money I'd just stolen from the bank. He raised his handgun, shot me through the eyes, and took the money. 